Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We are the Hairy Bakers, I'm Ty. And I'm Dave. And it's time once again for us to magically transform into the Agony Uncles, the Wizards of Worry, who can help you with your issues. Oh, yeah. Yes, the smooth path to happiness can be more like crazy paving sometimes, and there's plenty of potholes along the way as well. But luckily, we're here to help. God help you. Hi, hi, good luck. The best way to get in touch with us is to email us. It's a very, very easy email address to use. It's theagonyuncles at theherrybikers.co.uk. That's theagonyuncles at theherrybikers.co.uk. Posing the problems today, as always, is the master of mayhem. It's Mr. Jeeves. Hello, Jeevesy. Hello there. Nice to see everyone. And uh, yes, we've had uh, lots and lots of uh, comments about your uh, filming trip because we've seen you on social media. So uh, been up in Scotland for the last couple of weeks. How did, uh, how did that go? Well, it was fab. Oh, it's great. Yeah, a lot of yeah. haggis. We wish you love, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It, it was just great. It, 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 and the weather was so fantastic that we were able to, you know, show the areas that we were off uh, to their absolute best. It was beautiful, wasn't it? Yeah, when we, when we did go north a couple of years ago, you never saw where we were. We could have been anywhere. The weather was so bad. Mm. But this time, you, you see Scotland in all its glory. Fantastic. And, and it's great getting back on the bikes, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, man, mint. Mint. You, you, uh, Dave in my head over the comms and me and Dave's head over the comms. It was lovely. Fantastic. <laughs> and here she is, the Rolls Royce to our larder Riva. It's <laughs> Posh Tash. <laughs> Thanks for that one. Hello, Hi, I'm, not posh. Fe- I'm not feeling so posh. I'm wearing an Andy Pandy outfit today. Why? I'm, I'm an all in one little stripey. Well, it's hot. I'm not very good uh, in summer. I don't like summer. Uh, you lived in Singapore. <laughs> yeah, well, Singapore's different because you go inside, you put the aircon on. Uh, I'm a winter baby. I like wrapping up. Yeah. Oh. Fair enough. Well, say the uh, Scots haven't discovered aircon yet, have they, Kingy? No. They've, no. They've, they've, you know, you've got to push them for a fan. So oh, it's yeah. Like... It's just been a s- severe case of Betty Swallocks these yeah. past two weeks. It definitely oh, has. Listen to these two looking for more fans. You've got enough fans already. You no, need no, one no. more. Yeah, that's... The... <laughs> OK, Dave, let's get solving mucker. Jingle your wingly, what's it thingy? Bang, bing, 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 bing. Hello, hairy bikers. Bing. Here is my request. I have got a problem that I must get off my chest Won't you listen to my story like a hairy Jack and Ori? Cause I heard your advice is the best In this week's Ant's Nest of Angst, Uncle Si, Uncle Dave and Posh Tash You're going to be bringing calm to the chaos caused by these problems We have some Sawyer sorrow We have overworked worry We have the old flame And in confidential corner feminine fantasy but yes we're going to start uh, with a bit of sawyer sorrow and this comes from paul who first of all asks uh, what bikes are you riding these days i think you've had a couple of bsas on your on your uh, filming trip is that right that's correct bsa yeah but the, the, the new bsas um are oh. remarkable that well we first saw them at the nec there was one on an ex- exhibit wasn't it kingy we looked at yeah. it and we thought geez that's in good nick then we noticed it had disc brakes and it's in fact modern. 
and they're making them again. Very economical. They're making them in India, like the Enfields. Mm. But somebody went into the NEC. Well, they didn't go in and, and steal the ideas. Scanned the BSA Gold Star and produced it. So it's it's visually it's it's perfect. But wow. it's got really what's the word? It, it, it's it's got modern kind of insides. And and they're, they're very reasonable. But they're great bikes for just banging around the highlands. So BSA Gold Stars, the modern ones. Fantastic. My dad had a BSA Gold Star, but that was the old one. Did it uh, go, though? Uh, I think it did, yeah. It did. Yeah. Uh, according to my mum, it went too fast. <laughs> this kind of, She was in a sidecar, and uh, yes, and you can imagine that going down to Devon. So anyway... <laughs> This comes in from Paul, who says, also about the bikes, he says, Dear Harry Bikers and the Princess of Poshness, I've recently been diagnosed as diabetic, and I've been advised to try and get my blood sugar down by diet changes. So, in order to still enjoy my bacon sandwich, guilt-free, I figured I'd buy a bread maker and make my own bread using soya flour. However... I'm not having much luck. The first couple of attempts went straight on the bird table, having crumbled away. Mm. I followed a few different recipes, but still no success. What am I doing wrong? Please help. Many thanks. Lots of love from Paul. Over to you. Well, you need gluten to make it more bread-like than cake-like. Yeah. And that's, that's, I think, the problem with the soya flowers, which I, I'm not qualified to do because I've never tried it. Uh, there's a there's a, a thickening agent that you can use, which is a natural thickening agent called psyllium, but it's um, it's fundamentally it's a it's a plant based thickening agent, and you use uh, seed husks, uh, and that'll help. So you've got so it's basically to every hundred and fifty grams of soy flour you use, you need twenty five grams of this um, psyllium husks, and that apparently smashes it. So. Good knowledge. Go. I'd go down to the shop. Yeah, nice. uh, <laughs> yeah but if, if, presumably he's type two diabetic, which is different. Mm. If you've been advised to lose weight to bring his blood sugars down, so really, if you changed your bread to wholemeal bread mm. uh, or, or stuff with oats that, that, that's to slow release carbohydrate, that'll benefit and maybe not eat so much. I also was reading somewhere that you're better off with sourdough bread, like a sourdough three seed or a sourdough wholemeal. Um, it's much better for you. Definitely. And you know, the thing is, if you're trying to lose weight, you're as well off having thinner slices and eating a smaller bacon sandwich really and trim <laughs> the fat off. It's just, just simple dietary know-how really. That's what we did. Yeah, um, that's exactly what we did. And it's not, you know, don't get lost down that wormhole of having to do, you know, all oh, right, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to buy bread, make, I'm going to, just like everything in moderation is, mm. is absolutely yeah. fine. And as Dave was saying, you know, like sourdough bread, by the very nature of the way that it's produced, is way better for you because there's no fast, fast acting yeast in it. And, um, and it's, and it, it's a more, it's a slower and more organic, if you like, um, process uh, to making bread. And it's flipping lovely. Yeah. One, one trick I learned as well was, like, if you want, like, a French bread, a baguette sandwich, is just you split your baguette as you would do to put the filling in, but then rip the insides out, which is the white doughy bit. Oh, and, but then you can fill it as a sandwich, and you've got the crust and the crunch, and you feel as you're eating a baguette. But if you, if you rip that doughy insides, the stuff that goes like putty when you mould it, that's the bit that doesn't do you any good. You know, it's funny. I just looked at one this morning, like uh, American bread, of course. There's that much sugar in it. 
Mm. You know, the Americans are knackered before they start. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. I've got a hot tip, though, if they want to lose some air, because this is a very personal podcast and we've shared quite a lot in the past. I recently took up oat milk and you just mentioned oat bread. And oat uh, makes you very windy, I found. <laughs> and I'm thinking oats aren't the best conversion unless you want to lose a lot of air in your body. Um, is, that, is that me or is that known? Oats make you very windy. Well, if, if oats made you windy, Scotland would be a place of purgatory. <laughs> I'd fly around it. <laughs> Probably methane. I don't think oats make you windy, do they? Well, no. no, no. Well, I mean, look, you know, you have to remember, you know, that, that your body takes time to get used to these sort of things. And yeah. if it becomes a part of your natural diet and, you know, everyday diet, then just give your body a chance to get used to them. I mean, you might blow your little chocolate starfish <laughs> off once every now and then, but that'd be all right. <laughs> if chickpeas do me up. Oh, <laughs> thunderbolts and lightning! Very, very frightening. Oh, really? Oh, yes. What about, you? what about you, Kingy? <laughs> oh, I no chickpeas this week. I tell you what. What I can't. What I. I. I literally kind of tolerate is MSG because honestly, I. I honestly, the couple of times that I have had it, I. I thought I'd injured myself. It's. It was pretty bad. I, I can't do MSG. And, and it's not that I don't like it, because everybody likes MSG, but I cut, my body just does not tolerate it at all. And, and it's, yeah, it's, it's like a war being zone. It's really bad for you, though, isn't it, MSG, anyway? No, no, not no, necessarily, because no. MSG is just an art, uh, artificial form of the glutamates, which are in a lot of food, like parmesan cheese, tomatoes. Oh, really? Foods that yeah. are tasty. You're having it, having it all the time. Oh, I didn't realise. It's like everything. If, if, you, if there's a pinch of it, you'd probably be all right. Okay. Yeah. It's just like some cheap places where there's loads in. That that sets you off. But it, it's it, it's glutamate. It, it, it's, it's in the taste. This is what people refer to as umami. Yes, oh, that's exactly true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I was associated with the bad Chinese takeaway. Uh, yes, I, w I would have a tendency to agree because there seems to be some link between that and what happens in my pants. <laughs> so, um, yes. You're not very good with cider either, I seem to remember. No, yes, that's true as well. Men mentally you're very proficient. <laughs> yes. Do you know what, as well, I can remember when I first met my husband, I went to be introduced to the parents, and the, the uh, father, my father-in-law, offered me a pint of bitter, and I'm a, I'd never drunk bitter in my life before. Mm. And I was on my best behaviour, and I was holding the pint of bitter, and I drank it very politely. <laughs> don't know why I was having bitter. I should have just said no, a glass of wine. But my God, that night in the in-law's house, I regretted having the bitter, I can tell you, because you don't want to be making noises in your boyfriend's, <laughs> boyfriend's parents' house. I was like, oh God, the bitter. That made me a little windy too. Yes. <laughs> Tasha, now we thought you were perfect. Yeah. It's like the Queen, you couldn't imagine the Queen going to the loo, anything well, like that. It still smells of roses, it's just noisy. Oh yeah, of course, yes. Okay. On that note. <laughs> how, silly of, how silly of us. Yeah. Okay, well there you go, Paul. There are some uh, a number of options there, but basically you might not need to go down the soya fly route after all. Food makes, makes everything better. Okay, your next problem is called an overworked worry. For this, we need one single lady's name. And where do we always go for single names? It's Tash. Uh, I re remembered this about five minutes, as I always do before the podcast. Yes. And the only thing that's near my <laughs> is a tomato. The only thing that's near my computer no. is a tomato. So okay. what, what about? No. Um, go on. I don't know. I don't know. I was going to say Vine, but it's not a name, is it? <laughs> Thomasina. 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 It's a brilliant oh. idea. Thomasina. Oh. It is. Thomasina. 
So tenuous, but let's go with it. Yeah, I can tell. Uh, Dear Agony Uncles, asks Thomasina, thank you very much for your hilarious podcast and amazing cookbooks, she says. I know I can always depend on your recipes to both work and deliver maximum flavour. My question for you is this. How do I leave thoughts and worries from work at the door when I come home? I am an environmental scientist. I'm trying to bring about real change to both the environment and to people's health. When I graduated about 10 years ago, I didn't expect to spend my days trying to convince politicians and people in charge of glaringly obvious problems with equally obvious solutions that we have a social responsibility to act. I know I was a bit naive. The stress of this means that I'm having a lot of trouble letting go of work problems at the end of the day. And this has begun to affect my sleep, my general outlook on life and my relationships. Now, I am actively looking for a new job, although a part of me still wonders whether in the long run I'd have more of an impact changing things from the inside, however slowly. Uh, But in the meantime, any advice on how to cope with everyday work stress? Asks Thomasina. Thank you very much. Drink a lot. (laughs) I thought it was going to be the most profound answer. Oh, I did too. I, I thought it was, it was going to be worthy of worthy of Freud. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, it's the first thing that comes into my head. I uh, get home and get wanked. Yeah, that's it, basically. <laughs> get home, shut the door, tell everybody to F off and get pissed. It's great. <gasps> Do you know, I was I was talking to um, the chap on, uh, that we've been filming with, James, who's a paramedic, and he teaches paramedics. And he... You know, t- talking to him about that, that bringing the job home. And COVID was, was a really, really, really rough time for him. And um, he was saying that, like, for eight months, he stayed in the garage when he came back to his... He was, they were living, I think, with his partner's parents. So he just didn't go out the garage in case he infected them. Oh. Um, but what he saw and, and the chaos... And he said he just trained himself that, to this day. Once that door shut... Forget it. You can't do any more. And that's how he sustains his energy to continue with the next day. However, having said that, after COVID, he, he moved house lock, stock and barrel. Did he? Um, yeah. Mm. Flew up to Scotland for a quieter life. Mm. I think, I think Thomasina's, it's an interesting thing because everybody's, it's about survival instinct in essence, isn't it? And, and everybody's way to survive things is... You know, and if you're not if you're not one if you're one that naturally carries the stresses and worries of the world is on your shoulders, whatever that may be, whether it be work, relationships, love, life, the universe, th- then it's difficult to de- to cop um, to compartmentalize the you know your, your your life because it's it's quite difficult to take that bit off as soon as the door closes. But it it's. It, it's about practice i think it's about practicing going okay well what what makes me shut off do i come in i cook that kind of relaxes me what is it that i can think about and put myself into into that space that helps me and it'll be something it could be music it could be f- prepping food it could be you know i mean i i didn't mean to be as flippant as as well, I did. Uh, about getting drunk. <laughs> I mean, that's clearly not a solution. But um, it was, yeah. I think it's it takes practice. Look, have a look, Thomasina, at what you think. What what's the biggest thing that relaxes you, mm. and use that as the doorway into actually leaving work at work. Also, I think to to get out and about. I think if you come home and dwell on it, I mean, Thomasina, you don't mention whether you're married or you've got a family. 
Um, but if you are on your own, then you need to get out and about because a lot of the people that you mix with, they won't necessarily be interested in your problems. In a funny sort of way, that makes you forget them. Mm-hmm. Um, either that or if you've got good friends, share your problems and move on. Um, but, you know, it's, I think, there's, again, the world seems to be so many quarters in a bit of a mess at the minute. And there's so much access to news and information that we're bombarded with that it is hard to switch away from that. And sometimes, although it may seem like being an ostrich, you do have to put your head in the sand just to get away from it for your own personal sanity. But I would say socialise. Something like, uh, well, I can say I did it once when I was uh, my late student. I joined a pottery evening class and it was great because I couldn't think of anything else about trying to get these wretched pots to come off the wheel, which I never managed. Uh, and also that crack afterwards and going for a beer. Yeah. And actually, by the time I come to bed, I thought, well, oh, I haven't worried, you know, as much. I haven't worried about my problems. Yeah. yeah. I also think there's, you know, she obviously feels incredibly responsible for so much. Yeah. She doesn't have to feel that responsible. You just don't. She's not on her own. Everyone everyone worries it's and it's normal to feel worry and it's normal to feel concern but if it's to a point where it's jeopardizing your happiness then you've got to find a way of letting loose and I think you're right is that often you can come home and think you've had a really bad day and you can very naturally some people do go I'll have a glass of wine oh I deserve it but actually having a bad day and a glass of wine which I admittedly would do isn't always the way forward and you think well, no. I don't want to go and see anybody I feel rubbish and I'm gonna I'm worried actually Dave you're so right if you go out and meet people who don't and you don't talk about it funny enough we often say in this podcast talk to people but I actually think on these occasions don't talk about it go out and forget you're so right I think the problem becomes smaller because it seems so huge in your head when you come home and you worry and you keep worrying and you do something but it jumps back in your mind and when you're distracted the problems seem to just get a little bit smaller I think distraction's great funny we we had a day off uh, it was last Saturday in Glasgow and I, I, I'd been filming for the first time for a while and I felt pretty rough. Anyway, Kingy and the producer, Francois, not dragged me, but we went to the cinema. And it was Guardians of the Galaxy, the new one. <laughs> brilliant. And, you know, it was, it was brilliant. I, I got completely lost in it. And, um, you know, to feel passion and empathy with a raccoon, you know, I, I came away <laughs> from that film. You know, I, I, I did go back. I went back to my hotel and... I had a bite to eat and I felt much better than I had done all day. But just for that time, sitting in the cinema with a couple of mates, and it's the same for get away from work, yeah. you know, I think for you and for Francois. Absolutely. Um, but it was such a, I thought it was going to be such a daft film, but I, I could heartily recommend it. But how about, how perfect? You want daft, you want something unrelated, nothing else to worry about. Oh, you, need, yeah. you need that. I mean, I, do you know what? I have to say, my favourite, absolute favourite thing to do is to go to the cinema on my own. I love nothing more than to yeah. be given escapism. I jump into somebody else's life. I love walking out the cinema at the end and just wishing I was still in the movie somehow. I think going to the cinema on your own, because why do you need to go with anybody anyway? <laughs> you can't talk to them. I yeah. love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So I think that's a really good tip. And you can't check your phone. No. Your backside's planted in that seat. Yeah. Just get lost in it. I it's, agree. Um, so worth it. Which spits like that, isn't it? You need to, to get your head into. And that fundamentally comes back to the the, the point that we were making <clears throat> before, wasn't it? Which is it's a little bit of survival instinct. Mm-hmm. And and whatever that is for you is personal to you. Um yeah. but I think we've we yeah, I mean there's some some good advice there, I reckon. Gym's a good way as well, isn't it? Going to yeah, the gym. Absolutely. That's good um, mentally, good for your mental health because the endorphins and the physical to get released. Health. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you feel good and then you have a beer because you've earned it, you know, yeah. or a glass of wine. But uh, I know the gym solves, you know, 
it solves solves a lot of problems for a lot of people really you know because and it's caring for yourself you're doing it for mm. you mm. you know you spent the day saving the world bit, bit of me time you That's know so true very true well listen thomasina there you go some uh, some advice for you there and uh, do let us know how it goes and good luck with your uh, all the work that you're doing it sounds like it's extremely worthwhile why doesn't she go home look at a tomato and smile and remember that i named her after so well dave and i named her after something so ridiculous <laughs> she can just smile at every tomato she sees no, she's in therapy. Yeah. That's where she's... Because <laughs> she's called up to tomato. Absolutely, Just thank yeah. God she never had a banana. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, let's take a short break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you've got problems, you'll be fine. Just drop the agony uncles a line. Our next problem is called the old flame. For this, we need one male and one female name. So a male name from Uncle Dave, please, and a female name from our Uncle Si. Sid. Sid? Nice. Laura. Sid Laura. and Laura. Well, listen, this comes from Laura. Who says, Dear agony uncles and aunts, oh, aunt, I'll keep this brief. I split up with Sid about 15 years ago. It wasn't a happy ending and I really loved him. Since then, we lost contact. I've got myself back together. I met a lovely man. We've been married eight years with a four-year-old son. All was fine until last Saturday. Last Saturday was the day I had a Facebook message from Sid, my old flame. He said he wants to meet up with me just for a cup of tea, but when I saw his message, my insides literally turned upside down, and I've been fluttering ever since. I haven't replied because I can see things going somewhere that I might regret, but you only live once in all of that, or am I overthinking? Your advice would be... Very helpful, says Laura. Over to you. Oh, I think I don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, what, don't do why it. has he come out the woodwork suddenly? You, you had a horrible ending. You've got a beautiful child now with somebody else. Do you know what? Live in the, if your stomach's fluttering, no one's, no one's really can read your mind. Let it flutter. Let it play out in your head. Don't call him back and just enjoy your life as you got it. Yeah, I think that's sound advice. I really do. I really do because you know you have you have a lo another <clears throat> little entity to think about, yeah. and 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 that's that's important. That's mm -hmm. very important. And you've made a commitment to to them, um, and and you you've started a family. So I think it's quite an appropriate name, Dave. Sid the snake is slipping back into her <laughs> life. Ooh. Slithery Sid. Slithery Sid. Slithery Sid. Yeah, it sounds like Sid, Sid might be chancing his arm a bit, you know. Well, years yeah. have moved on and he's sitting there in the pub and he thinks, well, I've got a bit of beer belly now, but I'll give her a call and yeah. see what happens. So yeah. hissing Sid is not that innocent. Yeah. That's what we're No, I mean, I, yeah, she's not, she's not going to rest that easy, is she, until she really works out why did he call. She's presuming, we don't know what the, text of the, uh, the words of the text are, but we're presuming he's gone, hey, fancy a drink, you know, want to meet up? But maybe he's just saying, hi, how are you? And by the way, did you know our mutual mate is in jail or dead or so? You just don't know what he's texting for, but she's already le leapt onto, we're mm. going to end up all night having great sex. And that's, that's her imagining. So maybe we're being mean to hissing Sid. Maybe he's not quite so hissing. 
Yeah, but if, if you, the, the, the tingle, everybody's got that, that, you know, thoughts from the past, certainly from yeah. one's youth, you know, of, of what, what's been and gone. But um, I'm sure, like, to revisit it won't live up to the reality of what's in your head. That's so true, yeah. Or your organs. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the thing. Unless she really feels it was a true love lost, that she really, maybe they're destined to find each other again. Is this the portal to it? But I'm being a bit sort of Mills and Boone now, aren't I, about it all? Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Argus, Argus. Sid's a snake. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> well, let's not say he's a snake. Let's just say he's chancing his arm, I think. And that, and, and yeah. And as tempting as that is, don't do it. Okay. Nope. Okay. Well, I think that's resounding advice for you there, Laura. Uh, although I did like the way, Tash, that you started in one place and you ended up 180 degrees away. <laughs> did you? Did you see that? You know what? I'm a Libran. I can see all sides of the scales. I go either way and every so often I flip one way. <laughs> I'm also a Libran and it doesn't happen that quick with me, I tell you. <laughs> I'm a Virgo. I'm just perfect. <laughs> well, if you're down, if you're down, now don't get drunk. Don't get drunk. Just send an email, send an email to the agony of to the Uncles. It's time to head to Confidential Corner. Da, 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 da. And for this, we need one male and one female name once again. But this time, I think Uncle Cy, a male name from you, and Uncle Dave, a female name. Harry. Harry. And Rose. Harry and Rose. This does come from Harry, who says, uh, Dear Cy, Dave, post Tash. I, I think that should be posh tash. I'm getting did, worse. I've gone I, to aunt to post. <laughs> I, I wondered whether this was some sort of movement. We're now post tash and the Duke. But anyway, this is what Harry says. I've been married to my wife, Rose, for four years now, and our sex lives have become less interesting of late. For the first year, we were at it a few times a week, but we don't really get it on the same anymore. It's kind of more of a birthdays and Christmas event. During the last few years, I've become interested in videos where the man takes on a more feminine role. I'm somewhat embarrassed, but I kind of want to explore my female side. I've secretly tried on some of my wife's clothing. It was a real turn-on. Honestly, it's driving me a bit crazy. I really want to explore this side of myself, but I don't know how. And my predicament is this. Do I tell my wife and try and bring this into the bedroom? If so, how do you bring it up? Or do I try and get over it and move on? Best wishes, says Harry. Over to you. Ooh. Well... I think you have to tell her and just see how that goes. And then you can move on if she says, right, you either cut that out or I'm divorcing you. And then, yeah. or, you know, I just think you tell her, you're married to her, you've made a commitment. It's it's deeply, it's, it's, it's a trusting relationship, I'm presuming. So I think you have to tell her and just go, look, you know, this is where I'm at. Are you interested in exploring this with me? Mm. And then if not, then you just go, okay, well, mm. park it. You know what I mean? It might be difficult though for him to park it if it's something that's deep-rooted. Mm. Um, do, do you know what I mean? And Yeah. You know, so many people change, you know, and, and, and what they're into halfway through their life, you know. But and this... I've got the greatest sympathy for the, these for people on both sides. Mm. And this may bring it... He's clearly brave enough to write us a letter. You know, yeah. he's obviously trying to talk to people about it. And I think absolutely he sits down and, and speaks to her. I do suggest that he absolutely speaks to her about it rather than potentially walking in the room dressed 
you know, one day and hoping that she accepts it, because I think that will be a shock to her system. But, you know, I think if she loves you and it's something, it's no different than somebody else tipping up and saying, can we try this in the bedroom? Or if that's what he'd like to try, I'm sure people get up to all sorts of things. Just just talk to her and ask her. And if it's not something for her, at least he's started on the journey of working out whether that's really for him or whether he can put it to bed. So it's a brave step, I'd say. Yeah. I think it, it and it and it's not it, yeah it would would give it give it the gravitas that it deserves oh yeah the respect yeah. that that uh, that should be afforded your wife um, and do it gently and kindly and with some and and give her a you know it has that there has to it has to be a dignified entry and exit if you know what I mean yeah don't storm in the bedroom looking like somebody yeah. from RuPaul's Drag Race exactly yeah, yeah. I agree yeah, yeah. and I and I also think that. I, th- I think that the fact that he'll he'll want he wants to do it he wants to talk about it means that she has to also respect the fact that he's doing that no matter what she has to mm. a- accept the fact that you have to say what you want in life life is short life life is short and if you don't say it and he's not I think she'd be more accepting that he spoke to her than if she suddenly finds out behind her back that it's happening because then it's something he's keeping from her much better to say it out loud yeah mm. yes excellent well listen the good luck with however that goes and thank mm. you so much for writing to us because as uh, as we've all said it's a brave thing to do uh, but life is short so good luck with all of that if, if your life's, life's in a mess, mess then the email address is the agony uncles at the hairy yeah thanks so much for listening to us on the agony uncles podcast we're very very grateful because if you don't write in with all of your lovely emails uh, we haven't got a show, so do keep them coming to agonyuncles at thehairybikers.co.uk. Agonyuncles at thehairybikers.co.uk. We'll be back with another episode on Friday, tackling more of your troubles and setbacks in our unique way. Follow or subscribe to us so you don't miss it. So from Posh Tash. Bye. The Thin White Duke. Bye. Lacking a tomato, but bye. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and from me and me best mother. Bye. Bye-bye. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the aging process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.